Welcome everyone to Squared Circle Rewind episode 95. Oh, we're hell. almost at 100. I'm just the year that we're on. Whoa. Whoa. Madness. Yeah, exactly. Explosion. <laughs> yeah. Because we're not video right now. It'd be really graphic. <laughs> I'm Jesse, joined by Dave Hola. and Ben. Yep. <laughs> He's so happy to be here. He's so happy. Um, before we get going, I just want to announce that we have some breaking news. We are going to be growing our brand to bring more content to you. Uh, and we're going to try to establish, establish ourselves as the main source of wrestling news that you can come to. And we are now going to be called Call It In The Ring Media. This change allows us to grow our brand into new platforms. So YouTube, uh, also to have more of a presence on social media so facebook instagram twitter um and we we will still be bringing you the podcast every monday it'll still be called squared circle rewind it'll just be presented by call it in the ring media and the reasoning for this is that we're just trying to grow and we don't want to be typecasted into just doing retro reviews we want to we want to bring you more of current events stuff uh we're going to be talking about the new wrestling video games that come out. We're going to talk about most anything to do with wrestling. We're going to be talking about. We're going to be bringing you YouTube videos. We're going to be on social media all the time. And we just want to be your source for wrestling news. And then you come and listen to us on our podcast. Rip apart old pay-per-views. It'll be good. And we're, we're creating, very excited. We're creating we're very history excited. while we're viewing history. That's right. And we're also going to be. We're in the process of going to be making our own apparel our own merch that you can you can buy to to support the show it's going to be we're just trying to to slowly grow and um we're, we very much appreciate you listening to us and hope that um i think we're going to be starting the youtube channel within the next six weeks we hope to start it just after episode 100 um and we will be obviously announcing it on here that you will su support us there and you'll support us here and follow us on all social media because um, it's a very exciting time for us. And we even have more things planned. Yes. Beyond this that we can't announce. Yes. Right now. And, and changing our name to Call It in the Ring Media gives us the leeway to add more things to our umbrella. Where Squared Circle Rewind was basically, <laughs> no, no, you can just review this, this yes. 1995 pay-per-view. That's all you got. So, we're very excited. Even though Ben just said, yep, he's actually very excited. <laughs> our brand's going to get big. It's going to get really Big. Big. <laughs> big. Really big. It's gonna be like wahoo! Ginormous, like Chris Jericho would say. There you go. Ginormous. All right. As always, let's start it off with some body slam. Body slam on current events with Dave Body, and now here's Dave. At this point, I always feel like I'm a game home with shows. Yeah, you should running out onto the stage. <laughs> you really should, like, and with that, like, I'll little, come under stairs and I'll probably fall. You should but. have that like little skinny microphone that like Bob Barker always <laughs> used to have, and be like, "Hello, folks, welcome to Body Slam." If we do these intros on our YouTube videos, I will definitely do that in, in a yeah. video. And you got to be in a ridiculous suit too. And it's could we have the like microphone right. come from the ceiling? I've been always asking for that. 
not on air, but before. I always say, can we have the microphone fall down? We should make it like, um, like, like so cheesy to see me actually like pull it up <laughs> with the, like, like Ben's slowly, fishing rod. Yeah, like slowly bring it down. <laughs> and then one time you'll pull a prank and drop a carrot. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Welcome, body slammers. We're going to talk about. It's not really. Breaking news yet, but strong rumors are leading towards it possibly breaking news pretty quick, considering it's happening in October. The current news is, sorry, not news, rumors, is NXT moving the Fox, is it Fox Sports 1 or just Fox 1? I think it's Fox Sports 1, I think. Alright, Fox Sports 1. Yeah, we could be wrong on that. Yeah, they're they're moving it to Fox Sports 1 or Fox 1, and the other rumor having it is Vince McMahon will be heavily involved with the project. And it might be two hours. Now, last two two weeks ago... Two weeks ago, we said, we, it's not a competition. It's, it's not a competition because it's on the network. Oops. And Vince heard our podcast, obviously. Yeah. He, he listened to our podcast. It got through. Weekly, he's he like, oh, you want competition? He heard, he heard went up to Bruce Pritchard and said, God damn, pal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good shit. Um, and then, yeah, he heard our podcast. He's like, no, we can't let that happen. So now, everything we said two weeks ago on the last podcast is... Non-existent. <laughs> ignore it. But that's the beauty of the wrestling world. <laughs> Th- two weeks and things change. Yep. So now technically AEW could be rivaling. Ri- rivaling? Rivaling. Rival. Rivaling. 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 You're killing me rivaling. here. I can't talk. Rivaling. Yeah. Body language. Remember that? Yeah. They'll be rivaling on uh, on live television now because they're, they're proposing that NXT will be from 8 to 10 p.m., which I believe... Is the exact same time slot that AEW advertises as well, but they're not now, a competition. The rumor, the, the the question I had for Ben was: as of right now, we can't get AEW in Canada. They haven't announced uh, the broadcast station that will broadcast It'll for us. But I think it's going to be going to TSN. The exact same thing that WCW did, right? Or because they were through TNT, yeah, and, and then, then they came through the Canadian content, which they went through TSN. So I think AEW is going to be doing the exact same thing. So I hope that happens. Because AW did announce a TV deal for UK, I believe it's ITV, so they're definitely going to give the Canadian market something. And so I just want to say, do you guys think that this rivalry might happen? And if so, who do you think will win, NXT or AEW? Wh- who will win? That's what the fans want to know. Who will win? All the f- See, that's that's the short sightedness. Who's going to win? Who's going to come up? The fans win. Because they're getting brand new content. Now they're getting better content because now they're pushing each other. The fans win at the end of the day. Yeah, I also don't want them to be a winner. I want them just to just keep going. Competition makes you better. Yeah, and then... It doesn't matter. Competition will always make you better. It makes you on your A-game. It keeps you on your toes. It makes you all elite. I, well, yeah. I, well, yeah. For one side. <laughs> I feel like the, the good thing... Uh, like I guess if you're looking for from a competition standpoint, NXT's wrestling style will match AEW's wrestling style more. Yep. Right. So, right there you have similarities between the two products. What worries me is not that NXT's going to two hours, not that it's going to cable or whatever. What worries me is the news that Vince is going to take more of a interest in NXT. That worries me because the reason NXT is so unique is because the man that basically made the wrestling industry what it is today has no uh, like no fingerprints on it. It's Triple H's baby. Triple H does what he wants. Was, like, he's underneath the umbrella, and I'm sure there's things that Triple H wanted to, and Vince is like, <laughs> no, you can't do that. But he's not uh, in the day-to-day 
creative mold. If Vince gets in there, I'm really worried that it's going to get silly and we're going to have like Adam Rose type stuff again. I don't. I'm sorry, and I'm. I and I try not tough. to say. I'm trying to say this with all due respect, but uh, I want. I want Vince McMahon to have nothing to do with it. I wonder too. Like it, it, the rumor is that Vince is going to take more. Is, is that a Fox thing? Are they telling him if you it want NXT, be. they might be turning to him and saying, if if, if NXT is going to be on our programming, you need to take more of a hands-on role. You know what? I just thought an idea. Bring in Jeff Jarrett as the executive director for NXT because he has TV experience with TNA. Yeah, but you don't need it. You have Triple H. No. But Triple H is like a lot of things. That is true. He's a lot of things. So he does wear a lot of I hats. watched that network special where they went through his calendar before yeah. Mania. I don't want him to have more things. I feel sorry for that guy's family. I, I hear he like, works out like at 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just ridiculous. And like I'm like, his, you have energy at 1 a.m.? His mania what? week was, he put on, he said he put on four different hats. Uh, four different positions. So I would say bring in Jeff Jarrett, have him do the TV negotiations or whatnot. And then that way you have Heyman, Bischoff, and Jarrett. That'd be kind of cool, I think. Be interesting. Um, I just hope both companies are good. Uh, all Elite is going to be amazing. We know this. We well, know I'm this. watching All there's, Elite all out. There's going to be there's going to be hiccups because it's a new company. There uh, has to be. It's expected. Yeah, new TV type thing. But I think it's well. It's not good for most fans. The wrestling, the wrestling is going to be so good. Um, I'm I'm just excited though that we're getting an, an alternative to WWE that that looks like it's going to be almost on par with WWE. Where like Ring of Honor and Impact are now like at least a huge step underneath WWE so huge yeah so Ring of Honor's been going through a lot of issues lately with fans not Why? caring just you know Matt Taven is his name Matt Taven's the champion. champion I fans personally don't care for it. his wrestling style I don't think it's the greatest but they had to get the title off Jay Lethal oh they had to Jay Lethal had held it for like Two Ever. years. Two years, yeah. Over two, almost two years or just over two years. Like, it was a ridiculous span amount of time. Of, we're here, he had it in a span of two years kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, so you had to yeah. take the title off, and who else do you give it to? I don't know. They're starting to run a little dry in yeah. the ROH. Um, what do you guys think the about wrestling's the... wrestling's great, though. Another thing I just thought about questioning was the special guest coaches for Performance Center. A couple weeks ago, they had Chris Saban. That's awesome. I love that. Good for him. And I'm now, glad they're bringing in guys with different point of views to teach these guys. Because uh, I had said on the podcast before, I was because you were uh, Dave, you were talking about how they were possibly setting up an NXT Canada and an correct. NXT Japan and that kind Australia. of stuff. And I was worried that 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 means like these these promotions would no longer be unique. Like British style is completely different than American style, and and Japanese style is completely di- different than British style. But if you put WWE in all these corners. Does it just become WWE style, and then now it's not unique anymore, and that's what worried me. But having guys that didn't work for WWE, like Chris Saban, come in and impart his knowledge means that they're willing to let different styles come into their come into the fold. Like Matt Riddle's a completely different st- style than anything I've ever seen. I love his entrance right? music, <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm really worried though that he's going to blow out a fucking knee taking off those flip flops, man. The way he does it, I am. I'm just. I watch it every time. I'm like, dude, you're going to blow out your knee. Just take him off nicely. What are you doing? Uh, now I think we'll segue into SummerSlam 2019. 
Okay. Because we always do that after the pay per view Sunday on our Monday. Yes. We, yeah, we, 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 we briefly talk about it. Because in twelve years, we're <laughs> in twelve actually, years, we'll in twelve years, we'll, we'll do an in-depth review. That's right. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> but right now, we'll give you some spoilers. All right. So maybe don't listen now. <laughs> the event spoil for you. I think the only thing I want to talk about is Bray Wyatt. Uh, the fiend, Sorry, do you the, mean? the fiend. I do like that how they don't call him Bray Wyatt and he's dressed as the fiend. They actually call him the fiend. It's like a separate entity for him. My. So the first thing I noticed in his entrance was the remix for a song. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the same song until a couple of verses in. I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is, this is his song. My favorite song of his, and it wasn't even really a song. It was the children singing, he's got the whole That's creepy. world. I loved it because he was creepy. And it made sense. And then they <laughs> took now it away. He's scary. And I was like, uh, well, the effigy of his own head with that the lantern sick. in it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and my kids are terrified of him. Which is, which I, I is had it on, taker. and they, they looked and they said, uh, my oldest was like, that is scary. And my youngest was three, was like, ooh, bad guy. And then what was Charmaine? Uh, Charmaine said, uh, it was my wife, who said, holy fucking Christ, that's creepy. <laughs> Job well done. Yes. That's so, how I was with, with Taker growing up. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's creepy. And that's what I've been saying it time and time again in podcasts we've brought up. This is what WWE needs. They need an actual character. And, and not real names. Not, not like Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, Bobby Roode. They need characters. And I like how they started the whole Firefly Funhouse thing. And they took their time. The fans want him to debut faster. They're like, no. We're going to take our time. We're going to build towards it to the point where he debuts. And every move he hit on Balor was with intent to kill him. I'm so glad that he beat him in five minutes because it, it put over how powerful he is. And it made Fat Ballard look good too. Yeah, he got in some offense. He did his thing. Yeah. And he's, he's going away. He's getting married or something. So. Selfish. He's being selfish right now. He's being selfish. Go. No, no, go away. <laughs> and then come back to the OC, baby. Come yes. back to the OC. And then like I told you there in our WhatsApp chat conversation, bring up Undisputed Era. There we go. The OC versus Undisputed Era. You want to sell some Bingo, tickets? Bingo, bango. It's, it's pretty bad if you want to sell tickets, you got to bring NXT stars out to do it. Yes. Right? Now, another thing I want to ask you guys was, on Twitter, Matt Riddle has built some heat with in regards to Goldberg and Jericho. Would you guys be opposed with Legends appearing on NXT? We saw Juice and Thunder Liger face Tyler Breeze for a one-off. Yeah. Would it be pretty cool to see Goldberg come at TakeOver and spear the hell out of Riddle? Oh, by the way, I love Ziggler's self-spear. Which one? Like Holy died. crap. All three. All three, right? All three! Okay, so at first when he hit the first spear... The first one, he looked like he died. <laughs> and then the second one was like, okay, now he is. And the third one was when Goldberg ran the ropes and hit him. And I was just like, oh my god, this is the most wonderful thing. I felt bad for Ziggler because like it wasn't much. But, man, Goldberg just gets a pop. Came out, does his thing. It's funny how people bitch when they hear about Goldberg being announced. And then when he comes out, it's a standing ovation. Yeah. And you know what? WWE booked him well. Very well. He does... He does these things very well, and he does these things very badly. Let's not do the bad things. Let's do the good things. <laughs> did Everybody's you, uh, happy. Did you catch Matt Riddle saying that he's going to start using the jackhammer? Isn't it called the bro hammer? So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, don't have this payoff be Riddle go to a main roster pay-per-view. Have a Goldberg come down to a takeover. Yeah. Like, remember when Seth Rollins came to take over to call Triple H? Yeah. That got massive uh, tweets. You do it at the Survivor Series takeover? Or whatever, like at Survivor Series, when they have to take over then? Yeah. Do it then. Have Goldberg just go down there and, and just, just kill him. You know? Well, Matt Riddle's only getting killed by Killian Dane right now, so, yeah. you know. 
Which I'm actually pretty excited for that. How about so much more punishment for the bad take? Uh, Trish Stratus officially says she's retired for the second time. Sure. She has five more times to go. To I did not like that match. I did not care for it. I'm really? really glad that Charlotte was there to carry that Charlotte match did, through. I, I thought Charlotte they did carried. okay, considering Trish hasn't wrestled in They two did years. okay because Charlotte made it look okay. Well, yeah, she's the queen. Of eras. Of, of eras. all eras. Of all eras. Uh, we also got to see... Well, we saw Balor get... Now, I will say that it was nice to see Balor and Bray again as the Fiend. Because last time we saw them, it was, it was, the, pump, pu- it was pumpkin, the Pumpkin Demon. Remember that? Pump, pumpkin, pumpkin Spice against... Uh, <laughs> against uh, oh, that uh, was bad. Sister Abigail. You know, so, you know that um, Bray Wyatt's making an impact when a guy who dresses up as a demon himself kind of looks at him like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> wouldn't it have been... Actually, that wouldn't have happened. Cause I'm really glad they didn't, that Balor didn't bring up the demon. Thing. No, I would have been Save overkill. that, like, because the whole mystique is when he's the demon, he can't be beat. He really. squashes Bobby Lashley in under three minutes with right? a Right, and that, I'm fine with that. I love I'm it. I'm fine with that, and I'm glad they didn't bring it out for this because you would have killed the demon mystique. So they didn't bring it out. Right? What else do we see at SummerSlam? We okay. Uh, I felt Orton and Kofi was a what was a snooze fest. Yeah, it was. I was. I wasn't a fan of that match. And and I I was laughing because that match ended in, in a double countout. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Didn't we do this Seth, last year? Bad but ending. then Seth Rollins and Lesnar had time to uh, take off the top of the table, put Lesnar onto the table. Ref's discretion. I'm like, Ref's discretion. what is going on here? Um, do you guys remember last SummerSlam? WWE yeah. Championship, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. It mm. ended in a double countout. Yeah, it did. It was like the same goddamn finish a year later. I know there's different guys in charge now, but fuck do you not look at the last summer stuff and be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that finish. But then again, WWE fans, like, the majority of them don't have the attention mm-hmm. span. They're booing Kofi Kingston. I don't get this. I don't get it. You, you you constantly complain that you want a new guy, you want them to push new stars, and fucking WWE puts a new star in there, and now, like, how long has it been since Mania? Mania was in April Six or May? Months. or uh, Yeah, so... Not Maybe even. June, five months. July, August, September. Yeah, four months. Four months. Four months, and now they're sick of them. They're bored of them. It's like Becky Lynch. She's getting booed now places. It's stupid. Because they're like, oh, we're bored of them now. Well, he was getting booed last night, which kind of shocked me. The fans are the worst part about product now. The fans are. Except be- for us. Because, except for us, because we're so smart. Yeah, we're, we're, we're but, amazing. Fans are stupid. They're not... In, call in the ring, media, listen to this. They're Check not. They're not. Um, they're not satisfied. They can't be happy with things they got. They got. They got what they wanted, and now they're like, "Oh, we got what we wanted." Well, now I want more. Yeah. I want more. Who do I want to be champion we, now? We want Bailey versus Amber Moon, but when the match happens, we're gonna be dead. Yeah. Yeah. And they complain. They're, match, like, they're like, "This is what happens when you have no build." And I'm like, the, the match was was decent. Okay. The finish was phenomenal. Yes. I, I love the top row belly to Bailey suplex and Amber. She sold it very well. I wrote on our Twitter account that this should be the time to show the dark side of the moon, but not that way. Have Ember Moon go heel. Because yeah. when you look at her gimmick, you look at her look, it's like, you would be so good as a heel. And I told you guys in the WhatsApp, actually, I don't know if I told both of you guys or Ben, that Bailey's character only works when she's the underdog against her. Yes, yeah. Because she's otherwise, bland. she's, she's bland. corny. She's corny. Oh, you hug people. Oh, you're always happy. No one's always happy and while hugging people. Um, Ricochet looked weird in his bodysuit. That's really... You don't like, like the that. Nightwing? No. I thought that was weird. I thought it was sick. Just because... 
I, don't I myself it, liked it. I didn't. I didn't think it suited him. He's a hero. I don't give a shit. That's why. That's why he wore that because his. his I understand. That he was things. resident superhero. I get it, but I didn't like it. All right. <laughs> did you like shit. the spot where he ran across like Tony Jaa? Yeah. On Anderson and Gallows hit her and Karana. Yep, I did. Did you like? Okay, so I, I, I did like AJ reversing the. Uh, the I top rope. I wasn't going to finish, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, square circle, fast forward. So the the beginning of the match, Styles started working the knee. And Ricochet went for a springboard on one leg to sell his knee injury. Thank you. The little things, people. But but Dave, but Dave, wait. I thought there's all, more. I no. I thought all oh. new wrestlers don't have no psychology. They don't know and psychology. It's all, it's all flips. They don't know psychology. I thought it was all flips. When my fans say that, oh, independent wrestlers don't know psychology because they don't need to. They don't. The, the fans only want the fast-paced, high-flying. They matches. only want flips, so that's what they give them. Yeah. I'm sorry, ever since Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and Samoa Joe and Styles came from the indies, who are really good storytellers in the indies, there's no need for it no more. Now you have Joey Ryan telling stories about his genital area. It's still a story. It's still a story. Uh, what did you guys think of the Brock-Seth match? Freaking loved it. Best match loved for it. Brock in at least the last five years, if not more. That's how I you totally put the match. I loved how Rollins was backflipping out of the German suplexes. Yeah. And Heyman's like, what is going on? Hey man, he wrestles the same match every time. It's not hard to predict. It was good though. Well what, done. What do you think about the new T-shirt idea for Brock? It's punishment time, bitch. I was like, oh, new T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, time it's to punish time, bitch. Oh, super Suplex City is just kind of over. Did you say it's punishment time? It's something. I thought you said it's party time, bitch. Uh, I think punishment sounds better. Uh, his best shirt ever <laughs> was Brock Party. And I, when he had the Money in the Bank briefcase, that he was a, dancing in the ring. When he was like dancing God. to it, and all the the remixes that and people then Hamer starts dancing, he's like, no, 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 yeah, stop yeah. that. Oh man! And Brock just having fun was the scariest and funniest thing at the same time. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, the monster's having fun. That's we also weird. had uh, Becky Lynch against Natty, which opened the show. It was an okay match. I think it was a good opener, pretty good opener. Um, now. Whenever you know what hurts the W like the the main roster product is having takeover the night before. Takeover was amazing because the takeover style is completely different. It's more fast paced, more hard hitting, and then they come to the main roster and it's a bigger show. And those people generally it's the same crowd, right? And like for the most part, and they're tired from the night before, so they're not willing to get into. They're going through what I call the takeover takeover hangover. Yeah, they're still like. Yeah. Oh, that, that one spot, that Gargano. And, and then, and then well, you know what you're getting into when you do that, though. And the opening to the SummerSlam was a submission match, which is going to be a slower-paced match because now you're working body parts, and they're like, oh, well, this is nothing like Gargano. And submission matches are really hard to do, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I also love how love Becky the did the sharpshooter the fans booed. And I'm like, I don't understand that because the Rock did the sharpshooter. Toronto, Toronto fans yeah, have always Canada. been really... Well, Toronto fans in particular have always been really funny we're, with uh, stuff. They booed Edge. We're, uh, in 2004. We're Bizarro Land up here. They'll, they'll just cheer with whoever the fuck they want. They don't care. Uh, Edge making an appearance on the kickoff show was pretty sick. And then we hit the spear. And I was like, okay. But of course, literally seconds after he hit that spear, oh, I thought he was medically un- not clear to be competing in the ring. Hitting one spot and competing <laughs> Two different are things. very different. I guarantee they said, you know what? You can go in and hit one move. What do you want to hit? Shade beat or... Um, Owens beat Shane. God, that match pissed me off. It was a boring match. So much theatrics. Which match, not... uh, Owens-Shane? That match like was meh. horrible. 
as soon as Shane's like, whoa, 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 I'm bringing special enforcer, I'm like, oh, here we go. As soon as he brought that enforcer, the match was predictable. Yeah. And I, the one thing I will give props for doing something different was Owens teasing the chair shot that disqualified. I did like that because he's, he's like, I'm going to lose it, but I don't want to get fired, but I want to do it so bad. And Shane's yeah. like, bring it. What other matches are we missing? That's about it. Uh, the Usos were not on the card because, well, you know what? We don't like having people who have DUIs in Canada. So that was not going to happen. And None of the tag belts were defended, I don't think. I, no. Um, the Drew women's Gulak, titles were defended. Drew Gulak retained against. Uh, that was a good Morgan. match. That was a good match. Listen, if you're if you're looking for good wrestling under the WWE umbrella, watch Two Hundred Five Live. It is some of the best wrestling out there. Tremendous, like, like tremendous Live. wrestling. Tremendous. Oh, segue. Lance Storm, after 15 years, has yes. announced he's closing his school at the end of September. Oh, sorry, at the end of the September class. Yes, so, so that'll be, be it'll be done in uh, November. Math. End of November. You see me counting my fingers, man. Close for three months. <sighs> Possibly December. Okay, sure. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's closing. So the, the winter. Um, he <laughs> the says, end of this year. He says that he's not done in the industry. Other things have come up that he's going to. Uh, what, I think we're all I think on the same page. Impact. Something with impact because so Cyrus, the more and Cyrus the virus is Don there. Callis is there and they're they're friends and I'm assuming he's going to be. I don't know if he'll be on air, but he could be um, in the front office type role. And trainer. Just, yep. just in case some fans want to know, like, was Lance really a big deal at training wrestlers? Let's go through the list of some of the names I can remember off the top of my head. Um, let's go. <laughs> that with, I don't uh, have written down. Yeah, so I didn't come prepare for this. We can go with Peyton Royce. Yes. We can go with Oni Lorkin. Yep. Who lost? So maybe his training wasn't that good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have Oni Lorkin. We have Peyton Royce. We have Sylvester Lafort. Uh, Laforte, Laforte, the French guy from NXT. Yeah, Tyler Breeze. Tyler perhaps you've Breeze. heard of him. Um, I think he's Prince Pretty. Emma, Emma, Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, he's trained a lot in his school. Jesse Evans. Well, I didn't finish it, but okay. You, you, you embarked on a journey. With I him. did. I did in May of. 2007. I was in the May class of 2007. I'm in the picture. You can go on his website. You can see. I think I'm on the top row. White t-shirt with my arms crossed. Look, Trying to look all gangster. <laughs> Least gangster looking guy out there. You're he's trying to right now and he still doesn't look gangster. Yeah, not at all. Um, it was... He's a great teacher. He really is. Um, I lasted six weeks, but regrettably... I hurt my neck. I took a DDT wrong. Completely my fault. Uh, and I, I basically re-aggravated an injury from high school that I had. And I went to the doctors and they told me I cannot do anything Injured from high school? From what? Loitering? Uh, football. Thanks, though. <laughs> he injured his neck while slamming my locker. That's uh, <laughs> I so was actually going to enjoy... I got hit and was almost <laughs> paralyzed on the football field, you fucker. God. Then you hit my locker. That's right. I, I hated you in high school for that reason. Anyways. There's anyways, no freaking ESPN uh, cameras. Why are so you freaking I was out? there for, for six weeks, but the, the the people there that I met, uh, still friends with on Facebook. Simon. Um, Simone? Simon? Yeah, Simon. Um, there was Josie. There was there was the other Ben I know who lives in Michigan. Um, bald. Uh, there must be a thing with Ben's. <laughs> um, uh but Lance was one of the best teachers. Like, or he was the only teacher I had for well, wrestling. Let's give a history lesson here. Before he went to Lance, you and I trained with TJ, aka Tyson. Kidd. Well, I was there for one thing. Yes, still happened. 
I then got robbed and hit the shovel three times. Yes. Then I could not longer rest. So I did put my final dollars down, which I still have not got refunded for, by the way. <laughs> so that's a discussion for later between Lance and I. No, it was, it was a security deposit to guarantee my spot, which I didn't show up for because so, <laughs> I got injured. But yeah, it was awesome. Like we trained, we, we trained with TJ for a bit. Yep. And then we went, because, well, you and I, first you didn't want to, but I was like, let's just go train with TJ so that we can, you know, stay in ring shape and then we'll go train with Lance. And then we'll go become WWE Team Champions because that's how yeah. this works. Yeah, how, e- right? like, how easy would it have been? <laughs> we yeah, we can take a list of moves. And, yeah. Apparently there's this thing called training before. Yeah. Before you actually uh, go to the Lance would tell great stories about Pat Patterson. Um, some of the funniest <laughs> things. And also great stories about Jim Cornette because he worked with Jim Cornette in uh, Smoky mm-hmm. Mountain. Yeah, that's right. Uh, funniest shit. Um, but you know the one, uh, the one class that always got me uh, and and I've I've seen people like on Twitter that talk about it is about halfway through about like the six week period he would he like there'd be no wrestling that day you would just be sitting there and he'd start off the class by reading off all the wrestlers that had died before the age of forty five and let me just tell like you ma- like wake you up the list was fucking long and he basically said. There's no way to tell, but a lot of these guys were using drugs. A lot of these guys were using steroids. And he's like, this is what could happen to you. Because Lance is clean. Always never been. never touched anything. So, like, that always stuck with me, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, future wrestlers were kind of missing out now because he he is known as one of the best trainers in the world. But I'm sure whatever he does next is going to be... Well, and Great app. before he launches school, he was also a trainer with OVW at WWE. Yeah, well, he and trained he, all the divas. He trained, he trained Molina. Yeah, he trained Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I said divas, and you went to men. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was actually inquiring at uh, Lance Storm's uh, school about the referee, the, uh, referee, uh, referee well, but he actually wasn't uh, offering the program anymore. So that's basically my only tale I have for this school. As I want to be a referee, and he wouldn't let me. <laughs> Thanks, Lance. Thanks a lot. So Ben's like, I'm glad you're closing your doors. No, I'm not glad you're closing your doors. How dare you? But yeah, thanks for all the, like, Lance played a huge part in a lot of current superstars that we cheer yep. on. Yep. A huge part. Oh, um, like, other people don't realize is, he didn't train with Lance directly, but he's from Calgary, and that's Victor. Alberta, from Canada. Yep. Like, Victor, Victor's from Calgary. Like, there was actually one point in WWE where I went through the roster, and they had so many Calgarian and Alberta superstars on the roster. That was crazy. Um, if, if anybody wants to look, go on YouTube and watch World of Hurt Season 1, and that's with Lance Storm as as the trainer, and it's got Kaya Valkyrie on it. Yes. Um, and it's got uh, a few guys, like it's got the, the French guy from NXT. Sylvester Le um, but a lot of the drills that he's doing with them, it, like I did, and like it, that season wasn't so much for TV. It was like to show how it is, and then the second season was with Roddy Piper, and this they really awesome. and they turned up all the drama, and that's all I wanted. So, uh, but if you want to take a look at how he trained his students, World of Hurt, we'll have some interesting concepts for you. So. And at, at this point, I want to go on the record and say Lance does deserve a Hall of Fame. Down the line. Yeah. Like, he truly does. 
Well, shit. How many times? He held he... three titles at the same time in WCW. How many? How many? How many times did you put Ric Flair in the fucking Hall of Fame or Triple H? <laughs> okay, give fucking Lance a spot. Jesus I think Christ. One of my favorite Lance moments was here in Calgary where he debuted during the invasion. Yes, yeah. I was there that for that. That was sick. I was not there for that, Ben, but thank you. I was watching at home on TV. I was jealous. All right, I think it's time for some facts. Wasn't that all the facts we had? The, oh, you mean for the current for the current pay-per-view. For, for the pay-per-view <laughs> we're going to be reviewing. We've been going for 33 minutes here, so I think it's time. Woo. I think it's time. Jeez, I was almost starting to get a little cotton mouth there. <laughs> In your house four, the Great White North took place on October 22nd, 1995. Ironically, October 22nd is actually when uh, 2K20 is coming out. Oh! Uh, at the Winnipeg Arena in Winnipeg, Manitoba, this is the first Canadian WWE pay-per-view that's happened since WrestleMania 6. Oh! And it's in the Canadian Rockies. It's in the Canadian Rockies. Oh, <laughs> allegedly in the Canadian Rockies, if you're going by Todd Pettengill's sources, which somehow, someway, are far worse than Dave's sources. And the event drew 10,339 fans who, so right who would also wholeheartedly disagree with Pettengill's Winnipeg Canadian Rockies theory, I'm sure if you were to ask them. Commentary is done by Jim Ross, Vince McMahon, and Jerry the King Lawler. Now, while we are on the subject of the Canadian Rockies, <laughs> just to clarify to our listeners, especially in California and Sweden, who we have a uh, you know large Sweden is awesome. Yes, I love you, Sweden, and who you know who could be some geography enthusiasts over there. The distance between the great city of Winnipeg and the Rocky Mountains is one thousand one hundred forty-one kilometers, or seven hundred thirteen miles, for our American listeners. So it's a far, far, again, far away. Again, can't stress Walking this enough. Distance. Can't stress this enough. And I have been there four times. Not a mountain as far as the eye can see in Winnipeg. I'm just from, throwing out from there. Is us, there a hill? From There's us. hills. Hills are not mountains. Hills are not the Rocky Mountains. From us here in Calgary, where we are recording, you can a, see the Rockies. It's an 18-hour drive to Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay. And the fact there's that, no mountains along the way. Yeah. And the fact that it's all it's all prairie. So the fact that Todd Petten is like in the Canadian Rockies. What? At least he didn't say in the Canadian igloos. That's true. Right? <laughs> so, Todd Pettengill, you're making your country look bad and unfamiliar with Canada. Stop it. So. Rage. <laughs> dark match results. I'm just going to get to the dark match results as followed. Bob Holly defeated Rad Radford. Ah, Rad Radford. <laughs> in unknown time. Oh, well. When you're rad. Unknown when, arts. When you're you don't rad. need time when you're rad. That's right. Henry O. Godwin, or Hog. <laughs> defeated Psycho Sid in unknown time. <laughs> he defeated Psycho Sid. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. That's interesting. In an unknown time. In so that's going be still happening for all we know. That's right. It could be it's still at the Winnipeg Arena. <laughs> underneath the rubble right now. I don't know. Because they did demolish it uh, some years later. Uh, to Brett build Hart, mountains. Bret Hart defeated Isaac Yankum in 14 minutes and 10 seconds. 14 minutes? And, and not on Bret Hart gets only commentary on the pay per view, but he doesn't get a match. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these dark matches actually happened uh, following the um, the pay per view after it went off air, and they're oh. using these matches as like call scene <laughs> video. Gotcha. Things. Such a weird time. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
Owen Hart and Yokozuna defeated Bam Bam Bigelow and Savio Vega in... Unknown time? Yes. Fuck, I'm so good at this game. Um, So Yoko is like over 600 pounds, and they're like, can you wrestle two matches, bud? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Do it up. Like, what the fuck? Samoan. He's over 600 pounds. You shouldn't be working the guy twice. Samoan. He's BSK. (laughs) DC52 came out with a tooth. Is it BSK? That's right. I'm like, right. you're repping your shit here, right, buddy? You okay? At first I thought I said ask. I was like, ask what? And I was like, oh, BSK. <laughs> yeah. From far away, all I saw was SK and I what saw What are you asking? What are you asking, Fatu? When I created The Rock. Remember that? The, back? the back? Are you asking us to make a difference, too? <laughs> what, what am I asking you? Why are you dancing? How about that? Um, in Your House, The Great White North did 100,000 pay-per-view buys, grossing 93,422 at the so gate. It wasn't in much houses. You know Why? Because they constantly shill product throughout the whole fucking thing. Like, shut up, Doc Hendricks. I don't want the two dudes with attitude shirt. I don't want it. <laughs> Not now. Fuck. It's collector's item now. Yeah. $20. Bullshit. Back then, that's like Yeah, now $30. it's like 60 bucks for yeah, a shirt. Yeah, dude, it's... Bullshit. That, that, buy a t-shirt and get Ooh. one for a dollar. If you order that, like, through Canada, it's going to cost you, like, 60 bucks, including shipping for your t-shirt for a dollar. So, Yeah. yeah. Our dollars. I, yeah, like you said, fuck you. Yeah, our dollar sucks. Yeah, it does. It's pretty bad. Now, the big story surrounding this pay-per-view. Dean Shawn Douglas. Ma- Shawn Michaels. Ah, shit. Perhaps you've heard of him. I have. I, I, I heard he lost something he's, one time. He's pretty, he's pretty good as a wrestler and overall performer. Oh, his smile. Was supposed to have defended the Intercontinental Championship against Dean Douglas, but was forced to vacate the IC Championship in panic, as Dusty would say. And therefore, the title was awarded to Dean Douglas without having to pin HBK. However, Dean Douglas would defend the championship that night against Razor Ramon, Ramon. another individual who would get two matches. Bruce Bruce Pritchard uh, said on his podcast the reason they had Sean give the title to Dean was to get Dean more heat. Because, like, Conrad Thompson was like, why wouldn't you guys just have it vacant and then have a match and then the winner gets the title and he's like this way dean got more heat and we were hoping it would like kind of help him it didn't it did not no it did not at all it didn't no not in the least bit now why did sean have to vacate the belt and why was sean not clear to compete days before the pay-per-view following a house show in bingham bingham binghamton new york (laughs) i think it's just in birmingham Shawn Michaels, Davey Boy Smith, and Shawn Waltman, the 1-2-3 kid, decided to go out on the town and have some drinks and have some fun, do some Wait, fraternizing those, at, with some those girls at three the Those three go for drinks? Yeah. No. Oh, hold on. And have some fun at the Ponderosa Plaza in Syracuse, New York. All right. Every good wrestling story and starts with, we're going to go have some drinks. <laughs> now, there are many variations as to the events that took place on this now infamous evening. But long story short, Shawn Michaels was fraternizing with some ladies who just happened to be there with several U.S. servicemen and Marines, and allegedly, allegedly was being a tad mouthy in the process, and by the end of the night, these Marines basically beat the living shit out of Shawn Michaels and left him for dead. I could go on and on getting into more details about the event. Trust me, if you want to do that, just go on YouTube 
and just search that. There's many variations. There's yeah, many and tapes, that's the and thing. There's a lot of stories. You can't, you can't like pin down one variation that seems to be the common thread. Well, there's the common a, thread is he got beat up by yeah. Marines. There's one point where it, it stays like, pretty consistent, but then it tapers off into different directions yeah. well, depending on who you ask. And how many men beat him up. Yeah. Like, it's gotta be... One person like, said one, and then one another person said, like, 15. And like, yeah, or it's eight. Like, what is it? Like, British one Bulldog couldn't get out of the back seat because he was too big to protect him. Like, it was a whole fucking thing. It was, it was a schmozzle. There was, a schmozzle. There, I mean, there was things of the one, two, three kid was, like... Comatose? Kind of at the side of the car putting on tape for his hands, but then other people are saying, no, he's passed out in the back seat. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's just a lot of things that don't add up. But Sean did get beat up. That, yeah. That's a fact. And basically had both eyes basically beat shut and had, a, I don't know if it was a second or third degree concussion, but it was a heavy duty concussion to keep him out of action for at least a month. Jeez. So yeah, again, just to recap, Shawn Michaels couldn't defend the IC belt due to being beaten to a bloody pulp and not medically cleared to wrestle. HBK... Being beaten almost to death is not beneficial in the least bit, but these nonetheless have been your beneficial facts. That's a good segue. Yeah. These have been your beneficial facts. All right, our opening match of the evening. We got Daddy. Okay. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never be able to, like, pause to let you do that without getting interrupted. I think that's maybe the fun of it. Anyways, Batu, who is, uh, has a toque that says BSK, so I think we know who he's repping. And a jacket that says, trying to make a difference. That's, yeah, like, what difference are you trying to, like, okay. Against Hunter Hearst Helmsley, which was not wearing a click jacket, so I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Like, if we're showing our who our allegiances are, where's his jacket? Anywho. Uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley wins by pinfall at eight minutes and six seconds. Ben, oh, I don't have I don't have a Hunter Hearst Helmsley's uh, theme. We could have played in the background. Damn, I think that's a good thing. You did that once and it sucked. Yeah, it sure did. I uh, did. Who? Before before Ben Me goes, and Jesse just said, "Did you guys see the sign that popped up right at the beginning of the match that says you fucker when you was on it? He was on a cardboard no, sign. No, and it said like, "Hey Joe, you fucker," <laughs> and then. And then the camera zoomed in and would not pan out the rest of the match until I think security could go find the guy and take away his side. Hey, Joe. Yeah, fucker. I was just like, what? I can see you doing that at WrestleMania 24 bringing to me. That's so Winnipeg. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Ben. I just had to bring that up because that was hilarious. I didn't expect these two, of, these two of all people to have the solid opener that they had. Yeah. yeah I mean, very good. Wasn't bored at all during the match. Good flow, solid work, and it may surprise you but to hear this, but this was one of the top matches on the card. Uh, needless to say, credit where it's due. Good job. Watch this match if you're going to watch this card. Dave? Great opening match. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought you were going to leave it there. Great opening match. <laughs> C. Um, the one... <laughs> the one <laughs> cut. The one spot that stood the most to me was how they executed the hangman spot, which is a very dangerous spot. It's where the person, the wrestler, gets their head stuck between the top and the middle rope, and they hang. Hence, hangman. So, when they did it, I was like, this better lead to something, because I don't like that spot. 
And it led to Triple H being a heel. Hitting him while he's in the spot. Yep. I love this match. I thought this I think so far this is Triple H's best match. I think he's only had two, right? There like you go. Two or three. But it's his best it's so his far. Best one so far. All right. One of the best out of the three matches. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, are you done? Is that it? I'm done. Okay. The finish was Fatu misses a diving splash and then uh, gets a ball groggy. Hunter hits the pedigree to win. One, two, three. Good opener. Good opener to the pay-per-view. Um, to be quite honest, uh, the first two matches are good, and then it kind of just goes through. <laughs> so. I think there's only five matches. Yeah. The match is pretty cerebral. Uh, <laughs> too cool. That, that was good. Our next match of the evening is for the tag team titles. We got the Smoking Guns facing Razor Ramon and 123 Kid. The Guns are the champions coming in, and they win by pinfall at 12 minutes and 46 seconds. Dave. So the first thing I noticed in the, in the beginning of the match was Billy and, and 123 have great chemistry. Like, Billy is like. They may be in a group later. Yeah. Billy is the, the first person I've seen besides Hakushi. That can stay the same speed as one, two, three, kid. Like they were both going really fast. Uh, the smoking guns had some of the best double team moves back in the day. Yes, like some of the best double team moves. They're one of the only tag teams that are actually doing double team moves. Yeah, granted, Owen Hart and Yokozuna are just a when, when I was watching this match, I was like, "Have we ever seen a kick out of a tag team finisher?" Mm. Right? I was talking. I'm like. I don't remember ever seeing any kind of, 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 the, of the 3D or the hard attack or... That is one of right? the better questions you've had in recent memory, actually. So I think that's what I'm going to do for our fans. I want you guys to do an activity for me. Find Are you asking us an activity? Fans. Everyone, an activity. Find a Tay Team match. Are we in grade three? Activity? People like activities. Here's some an activity homework. right now. Here's some homework for the next yeah. week. We uh, School hasn't started yet for some of your viewers, but here's some homework. <laughs> Find a tag team match that shows a kick out of a tag team finish. Not including not including today. What? Not including today. Because everyone kicks out of every finish today. Yeah, not including today. So we... We're, Wait, what's, no. What's still, I still haven't seen a kick out of I've what's, seen, what's I've seen I've seen teams kicking out of a shatter machine. Really? Yeah. Like kicking out or breaking up. Oh, Ooh. oh! You're saying the guy kicking out? Yeah, breaking, breaking oh. a pin is not a kick out, Jesse. Oh, technicality, eh? right? Ah. Mm. That's our homework. All three of us, including our viewers from Sweden. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I did in school. I'm gonna forget about it, and then copy from me. And, and then on <laughs> Sunday night, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, I was supposed to do something. Shit. But yeah, that, that, I just thought about it. I was like, I don't remember at this point. Currently or in the past, any tag team finish should be kicked out. And beyond that, I'm done. Okay. Bad. Well, I've got oh, my geez. notes out here. Another solid match overall. Both teams had good chemistry, as Dave said. I think you wrote that down like he knows and say that. Um, it's actually it's actually hard to watch this match and take notes at the same time because I was Very. actually just hooked on the action. You know, one, two, three kids heel turn seems a pretty imminent. And him going to the barber to get a new hairdo also, I hope, is him in as well. Because I don't know you, you the hell that was. You don't like that hairdo? No. Oh, okay. You forget how big the smoking guns are. Well, especially when you see him big against... dudes. Especially when you see him against one, two, three kids. Well, They're no. Like, Jesus Christ, no, Billy's no, a goddamn giant. No, standing next to Razor, they look yeah. bigger than him, too. And Razor's a big guy, too. Did you guys notice during Razor's and Kid's entrance 
one, two, three literally looked like a kid. Yeah. Like, he was so giddy and excited. And, like, he was pointing at Razor. He's like, oh, we're matching. We're matching. Yeah. I was just like, oh. He so fits we're his We're both wearing purple. <laughs> we're purple, buddy. <laughs> did, uh, did you guys lock, uh, like how, how much heel tactics were being used by the two face teams? Yep. That was interesting. That was interesting. Like, like watching a Hogan match. Well, that's for the titles, you, you, you know. Mean, you mean the best? Who just, sure. who, by the way, turned 66 yesterday. He's Brother. immortal. He's immortal. He's never going to die. Hulk Hogan? Never. Hulk Hogan turned 66 yeah. yesterday. Um, brother. 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 66 times. Brother. Brother. brother oh, Jesus. Brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just have to do that about 22 more times, yeah. and then we get to it. How about 65 more times? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, let's, let's not say we So did. the finish was Razor hits the Razor's Edge on uh, Billy Gunn, and then Kid begs to get tagged into the match. And I actually like this. And then he goes for a pin, but he just puts his foot on Billy, and then he gets reversed into a crucifix pin. And Something loses, Dave would do. And loses the, the thing. And, me? And then you'd be like, Ben, you did all the work. Tag me. <laughs> and then the guns, uh, uh, so the guns retain. Razor leaves, and then Kid attacks them after the match. Got a ballsy. And then Razor, Razor comes in and then defends the Kid. It was so weird, because I thought for sure that Razor would come in and, like, attack the Kid for being a heel. But, like, Razor just wants to win. I, I actually like that, because that was more of a realistic thing. Well, it, 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 it was kind of weird, too, because you just lost to this tag team in such a stupid fashion, but now you're kicking their ass. Yeah. Kick your like, own ass. If you, like, you just said, you, you brought me into this now. Like you said that that would be me. No, I would actually trip on the rope getting into the ring, and that's how you get in. <laughs> and you'd still lose. And knock yourself silly. You'd be like, ah. <laughs> and you'd still lose the match for us. Yep. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> this is not beneficial, Bex. Our next match, we have the returning Marty Jannetty wearing gear from the 80s. So he hasn't geared up, really. Uh, facing the debuting on pay-per-view Goldust Is that good? Did I, do I it thought well? you were dying <laughs> Goldust wins my pinfall at 11 minutes and 15 seconds Ben This is actually like oh. the televised debut of Goldust too uh, For a match, yeah. yeah yeah, I hope the fine city of Winnipeg feels honored and privileged that Goldust made his WWE debut in that city they had no clue what to make of that fucking guy. No, they did not. They were sitting there, they are like, what the fuck? Kind of like what the crowd was <laughs> after uh, the lights came on after Bray Wyatt's debut last night. Yeah. Um, he didn't do a lot of the erogenous things yet. Not like, yet, I, no, no, Good no, no, word, no. erogenous. Well, and, and androgynous. Oh, I'm sorry. Androgynous. Just, good try at a good yeah. word. <laughs> Body language. Um... Vince McMahon only said it like a million okay, times. I'll yeah. sound, okay, I'll fine. I'll make a sound bit for that fight. Yeah. Um, keep on going. Oh, um, <laughs> this match uh, was no means a bad match, just an okay match overall. Uh, Goldust, I thought, was solid overall, but he, he's feeling out his character right now. <laughs> feeling out because his character is pushing boundaries. <laughs> oh, that wasn't actually a pun? Oh, come on! I thought you were actually doing a pun there. It's his character. This? this is actually quite pleasurable. We will return to our regularly scheduled program right after Dave removes his head. 
from his ass. Thank you. <laughs> you fucking laugh at that, Justin? <laughs> yeah, because it's so much nicer than the other one. <laughs> it hurts worse. <laughs> but it's delivered nicer. Yeah, it's, it's delivered Which so... Which hurts worse. It's delivered so nice, and like he's not screaming at you about being a bitch, and it's like... It's like the, the, uh, the other one, you were like repeatedly stabbing me. Yeah. But now you're like, insert turn. <laughs> Just light, nice light turns. Anyways. Anyways. Oh, because, yeah, you guys already moved that past emotionally. I'm still hurt. Decently, decent match overall, and Goldust has arrived. What you got, Dave? Dave. You get ahead. Okay. Get ahead. Nice clothesline bump by Goldust on the floor. <laughs> there was a spot on the floor where I don't Marty think any of us can do that impression. <laughs> uh, clothesline by Goldust on Janetti was clean. Just a natural toughness. Oh, Goldness. That's awful. Yeah. Actually, I was gonna make a song. And say, <laughs> he called him the natural gold <laughs> I'm really glad you didn't. Uh, most of my notes are from the outside did. of the ring, to be honest. Uh, nice spot on the outside to the post by Janetti, where Goldust ran him and then threw him to the post. Janetti really What's sold with the it. the black ears? Right. Uh, match feels like it could have been ended a lot sooner. It felt yeah. Pretty long. Uh, what's his name? Janetti went for his his uh. Cole here, his vintage uh, front roll on the back reversal that Rob Van Dam always did. And although Gold I think Gold was like, neckbreaker! <laughs> <laughs> did a bump, and I was like, what the fuck? Janetti woke up, he was like, is he hurt? Did I injure him from a fucking roll? Uh, it was a botch fest. Um, sadly, Janetti doesn't change his gear for quite a while. Because later on he becomes the new Rockers with Hal Snow and keeps the same fucking... Leaf Cassidy is Sorry. his name. Um, Sorry. I feel like Don't get put... ahead of yourself. <laughs> put, <laughs> I, I feel like they put Marty Jannetty <laughs> in this spot as like the old vet hand to help put over Goldust. But it didn't work great. No. I felt Goldust was the better worker before but they, this But match. they had no chemistry. Like... like my my thought was like, did they not work on house shows before this? Like at this point, we remember Goldust was wrestling with WCW and he was not wrestling with fast paced people. That's true, and I don't think he had wrestled since February. No. And so, so when Jay did that that rolling spot, he's yeah, like, he's, right. like, he's, like, he's oh, like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh man, uh, Goldust hit a face buster suplex to win. It's called a gourd buster. So it's called a gourd buster. Okay, a gourd buster suplex to win. Oh god, shut up. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a meh match. I didn't really care for it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was a great meh. I didn't think it was a great um it was not a good first impression. Yes, exactly. Well It's our yeah. opinion, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been done better, that's all. A lot what was better. with the black ears though? That yeah. was weird. I, can't, I couldn't stop staring at I had at forgotten it. how plain Jane his is even his debut. attire was. And I was just like, this isn't the Goldust I remember. Like I remember I re- Goldust in the lingerie with Roddy Piper. <laughs> like, that sounds, like, weird, but yes. You sound yes. really enthusiastic when you said that, too. And for some reason, <laughs> I always thought his debut was at the 96 Royal Rumble when he beats Razor Ramon for the IC that title. That should have been his debut. Right, where he's all, like, like doing the machismo and, like, rubbing his chest <laughs> and stuff. Like, that, that's what I thought it was debut. That's, that's where that's Attitude Era really started. Sorry? That's what rubbing is to you? Yeah, like, what are you doing this? <laughs> what are you, like, ghost? Like, you pottery? Hey, man, that movie is so romantic. <laughs> but yeah, that's when the Attitude Era officially begun. There you go. that spot. 
Not when, uh, not when Austin stunned Sandro Vega. No. For the first time at no. that at the Royal, at the WrestleMania there during the backlot brawl. No. Oh fuck you. <laughs> Our next match, I'm just gonna be uh. honest, is the worst match on the card. We got King Mabel. I can't believe we have to actually call him King. Facing Yokozuna. And it ends in a double countout at 5 minutes and 12 seconds, which is 5 minutes too long. Dave, you start I got us nothing. Off. You got like, nothing? That's like going to take a while. So, okay, I Yokozuna got falling on You have something. I said that's not going to take a while. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yokozuna falling on Cornette on the outside of the ring was the move of the night. Sorry, the move of the match. And beyond that, it was just terrible. Just. Well, just to kind of... Is there uh, a beneficial fact that explains how this match happened? Hold on. Uh, yes, actually. Um, what beneficial facts? Yes, actually there is. The Undertaker was actually supposed to have originally fought Mabel in this match, but a couple of weeks before, uh, Undertaker cracked his orbital bone. Uh, tried to work a couple of shows after he did it, but I guess it just became too unbearable was to the pain. word of how it happened? Was it like an off- Their SB Nation, I looked at that actually. Give me one second. I do. I did see it in ring. Or was it a person? It was in ring. Okay. No, it was in ring. Uh, according to SB Nation, King Mabel, blah, 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 blah. Undertaker was supposed to face Mabel in the match, but he suffered a broken orbital bone injury when he was cracked with an errant fist to the face about two weeks prior. Undertaker wrestled a few more dates before the pain became unbearable. Who was who and was, he wouldn't return until Survivor Series of Who Mexico. was the errant? Uh, who Mabel. was the Nia Jax of '95? Mabel. It was, was Mabel. It, was I the only one that when you said unbearable, I thought unpallbearable? <laughs> I wasn't thinking that because I'm not stupid. Actually, that was kind of harsh. I'm not dumb. So what you're telling me is Mabel <laughs> in the span of. Uh, he won the King of the Ring in June. Yep. So in the span of four months, he has managed to injure the WWF champion and one of the biggest draws in the company. I'm sure Vince yep. is very happy with his performance as King. Suspending your belief. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, overall, this match by no means is a good match, but a god-awful and shitty match. Um, okay, how do you miss bulldogging Yokozuna? Uh, when the target is that big, it's hard to get your hand on them. I don't know. Like, I can't come that up with is, something. That is the dumbest reason yeah, ever. If I the target, that, like, what do you? Uh, is that all you got for that? Are you? Uh, are you the guy from from fucking dodgeball? That's in the wheelchair. <laughs> if, you can, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge them all. Okay, the five now, D's of dodge ball. <laughs> now, I know at the end of the year that we do our tool of the year and our performer of the year. Yes. Okay, my tool of the year. I know it's only October of 1995. My tool of the year is Mabel. It has to be. I think he was the worst. We're calling it now. He's the worst performer on all pay-per-views. We haven't even seen the Yeti yet. The Yeti! The Yeti! Other than that, uh, this match sucks. Don't watch it. So we we spent more time talking about other shit besides the actual match. (laughs) It was fucking awful. Yep. Uh, Five minutes of shit. Both guys just go to the outside and just get counted out. Uh, The one thing that was impressive to me was I love how Yokozuna for the size of him and when he falls through the ropes to the outside and he does it so fast. uh, That always impresses the shit out of me. Not Mabel, though. Not Mabel. No, not so much. Uh, This match was awful. Oh, you're in here, Beth. Oh, and I am the 
I had to do the I'd double point. I had to find it. <laughs> the next match... I find my smile. Is... <laughs> it's for the Intercontinental title. We got Dean Douglas facing Razor Ramon. Douglas is the champ after Michaels had to hand it over. Razor Ramon wins by pinfall at 11 minutes and one second. This match went six minutes too long. Ben. At the beginning of the match, we have uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Dean Douglas and... Um, Sean? Is Sean? No, <laughs> the no, guy that has to add to the title was in the ring too. The ref? No. Uh, oh, Doc Hendricks. That's right. That's right. He had to find the sound bite for that, so that's why he was delaying it. <laughs> You're not altogether true. Not altogether false. <laughs> Um, hate to say it, but HBK's entire spot of selling the depression of forfeiting slash handing the title over was better than the IC title match itself. To be honest, I thought he was depressed of that awful jacket he was wearing. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, it was the 90s. Yeah. Not not a quick jacket, though. What did it say? It, polka polka? Poke, yeah. Like, it looked like it was a, uh... Uh, it looked like it was bought from like a restaurant at that town or something. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, that leather jacket's cool. I'll buy that. <laughs> yeah, the, co- the color the only... coordination did not go. Guys, he has a concussion, okay? No idea what, I really what, wish what he would have come out like in a Jimmy Buffett's margarita <laughs> leather jacket. That would have been phenomenal. <laughs> um, Razor did all he could in this match. No slight to him at all in this. Douglas, again, was meh. See, I didn't think Razor did all he could. I, To me, you could see that he was so frustrated with Douglas by, by this point. Because this was the second match he's had with him yeah. on pay-per-view at least. And he's like, fuck you. I ain't bumping worse shit for you. You know, like... And you could just tell that Razor didn't give a shit. Dean just wasn't getting it or whatever. And this match was, was just not great. Well, I mean... I- at this point, I don't know if this had happened yet, but there's a couple stories I heard that um, Yokozuna actually on the bus when they were on their house shows was like, like everybody hated Dean Douglas at this point. Like BSK and the Click together, like we're not digging this guy. Hey, what does BSK stand for? Does anybody know? Bone Street Crew. Okay, because they play dominoes. I was gonna say Backstreet Crew, but. I would have been wrong. Crew. I uh, wanted it that way. Papa Shango himself will tell you that. What was I going to say? I think say? I heard it from Godfather. I heard it from Papa Shango. I heard it from the good father. I heard from... Actually, no. It was Kong Mustafa that told me. Oh. Yeah. Well, I heard it from Kong. <laughs> We're like... Uh. <laughs> I heard it from the guy that owns the strip club in Las Vegas. <laughs> Charles Wright is his name. All right, moving on. So, no, <laughs> on. this is not worth your time watching. The duration of the match is the duration of Dean Douglas's IAC champ reign. Yeah, yeah. Shortest, shortest Intercontinental Championship reign up to this date. Uh, Dave, what do you got on this? <sighs> there you go. Yeah. That, that's the yawn that tells it all. I'm even yawning talking about it. Uh, Razor hits a back body drop to win. That, and how, Jesse? Go into detail about that. Well, he moved towards the ropes. 
Oh, back suplex. Yeah, that's right. Back body drop. Why the fuck would I write that? <laughs> I'm like, that would be a weird spot into the ropes. Sorry. Uh, back <laughs> suplex. But he, like, when he gets him in the move, he took two steps to the right towards the rope. So you can tell they're setting up. And he hits it. And then Douglas puts his foot out underneath the rope, like, basically hanging off the ring. Ref just totally ignores it. Counts the three. And that's it. The announcers don't even really talk about it until, until, until much later. Like, they don't, like, it's not right after, like, Razor and Dean have already left the fucking ring. And they're like, oh, maybe his feet were under the ropes. And this is like, no, there's no feet. What are you talking about? Yeah, it just fucking I was stupid. like, well, that was very stupid. But yeah. then they showed the replay. It's like, oh, wait, the king is right for once. Yeah. And uh, I know they did that to give a rematch, and I doubt we even get that rematch. No, we don't. You know, I bet you uh, Dean will be on his way back to the greener pastures for him of ECW. And we're to the main event of the evening. Okay. For the WWF title. Uh, We got got British Bulldog facing Diesel. Diesel's the champ going in, and the British Bulldog wins by... He almost escaped it. By disqualification at 18 minutes and 14 seconds. 18 minutes! This match should not have gone 18 minutes. That's fucking ridiculous. Dave, what what are your thoughts? So, by the time the five-minute mark hit... There was not much going on to entertain me. It was a very generic match. Uh, this main event was missing something. I don't know what it was. It was just what? missing salting? something. It was just missing oh, something. I thought you said salting. Uh, that too. Do you feel like the chemistry wasn't there between the it two? Because that, that's what I felt it like. It felt like Bulldog was just going through the motions. Which is so strange because the first five minutes, Bulldog was bumping well. Mm-hmm. And then after five minutes, he's like, oh, fuck, this is shit. Yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, the one spot that stood out to me was... Davy Boy going for the power slam and then Diesel pushing out of it into the big boot. Yeah. That was kind of cool. That was towards... That was like 17 minutes in. So I'm like, this was not a good main event. Uh, As of right now, In Your House is not a stando theme for me. No. They're glorified laws. I don't like them. Uh, What the fuck was that leg lock that Bulldog was trying to put on Diesel? Like like a sharpshooter. But he didn't step his leg through. That no, was the one where he crossed. No, no, like it looked like he was trying to go for like the the Texas Clover leaf, yeah. but like he couldn't figure out what the fuck to do, so he just sat there with it. <laughs> and Diesel's like, "Oh, I guess I'm selling the knee at this point." Okay, ow, 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 my knee, Griffin, my knee. God. Oh. Man, those sound effects and headphones are gonna sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> Unplug the headphones. What are you watching? No, I'm listening. <laughs> it's a wrestling one, I swear. I swear. So, somebody's going to forward uh, through the rest of the show when they listen to it. They're going to get to this part of us going, ah. they're like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Alright, Ben, what do you got for this match? Um, Shit. Not... Wahoo dick! Wahoo dick! Not the hate-filled fueled... Con- not the hate-filled... <laughs> okay, do what you, time is it? It's after 10. Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you got Wahoo Dick on your mind? That's <laughs> a real mouthful there, Ben. <laughs> Not the hate-filled feud conclusion I was expecting. They were trying to have like this technical, drawn-out wrestling match together, but why, considering the events leading up to the match? Thank you. 
Did you hear? Why did we have to go 18 minutes? Did you hear that they said Nash? Uh, sorry, Diesel had 12 knee surgeries. Who's Nash? Yeah. 12 knee surgeries. He's only been in the wrestling business for how long? Yeah, but he played basketball yeah. in Europe, so a lot of that was from then. I'm just. 12 know. knee surgeries. Why <laughs> going into wrestling? He thought it yeah. was it was easier than playing basketball. Jesus. Now, I, I love Bret Hart, but he took away a lot of the heat off of this match. Well, the whole thing at the beginning where he chases off Jerry Lawler was goofy. Drawn out. It was like, okay, this is, okay, whatever. Uh, it was cool to see an original Calgary Hitman jersey, though, because yes. that... That was their inaugural season. That's their inaugural season, so it's really neat to see that. Uh, by the way, here in Calgary, that logo that was on that jersey had much scrutiny from moms because they thought it was too violent yeah. for, for a hockey team. They yeah. That the logo? Yeah. Yeah, with the, was with, too violent. Was too violent. I remember. I remember that. Um, uh, I wasn't done. Yeah, I said just. I just said. I, you I said. I don't believe you were gonna say. The <laughs> no, I just said. Um, yeah, that's uh, it. Oh, that's usually your emotion you get. Oh, okay, fair enough. Okay, not the worst match of the night, but it lacked emotion and resentment. I thought it needed to have a bigger blow off, the way it did, especially with that finish the way it was, and just. I thought Brett was magnified a little too much in this match. I think he actually... I'm just going to say it as is. I think he kind of ruined the match. Brett. Well, he's awful on commentary, I'll tell you that. Jesus fucking Christ. Have some inflection in your voice, Brett. Yeah, Bulldog strong. But Diesel strong, too. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. You're really bringing a lot to the fucking table here, buddy. Jesus. Oh, my, my family... My, my family didn't like each other when we fought in Wembley. I don't want to go through that again. Yes. <laughs> it was emotionally taxing. Um, seriously, though, It's emotionally guys? taxing listening to you! Uh, British Bulldog with the leg lock. Uh, about the 12-minute mark that went on until the 15-minute mark. Three minutes in a leg lock. It was called a Bulldog Bite. Seriously. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You got two At big that guys... Point, I I would fall asleep. In yeah, I, well, the crowd was falling asleep. They're sitting there they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Ugh. Keep on going. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, actually, no, you didn't. Oh, okay. That's, I actually, that's I said, it? I actually said that's all I got. To all right. You so the finish was... Uh, so earlier in the match, Diesel gets knocked out of the ring. Brett stops him from running into the table. Diesel pushes him. I thought Brett that was down. kind of nice of him, actually. No, Diesel like, didn't push him. Yeah, did he? His hand was out, and Brett was unfortunately there, is what the commentators were, were arguing about. Oh. Whether or not he actually pushed Brett, or he just put his hand out and hit Brett. Oh. That's when you realize the match is shitty. When, they have when, the, ref, when the commentator team was talking about a potential altercation. Yes. And then Bulldog gets hit out, out of the ring, and then he takes a swing at Brett, and then Brett gets mad. And goes in the ring and starts attacking Bulldog, leading to the disqualification. All Bulldog did was knock his headset off. Yeah, jeez. Like, Diesel shoved him, like, ten feet. Exactly. And then afterwards, Diesel throws Brett down. They start brawling, so they're setting up for their match at Survivor Series. Even though Brett, Bulldog, and Diesel are not concluded, pretty much. It's yeah. still kind of open, but never mind. This match... This match was meh. Now, 
it's time for tonight's premier performer. Alright, Ben. Yes. Please Good give us please please give us your, your awards. Oh, you didn't say you always say please give us your tool. Yeah, I know, because you guys always are <laughs> like God, you're disgusting. My premier performer of this evening was Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Alright. He was on his game tonight. <laughs> 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 he was actually terrorizing in that match. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for both comments. That's for both. Yeah, that's actually for that's, both. That's it's for not both. just you, Dave. It's not all about you. And to the tool tonight, is oh, I don't have a drum roll. Damn. Um, Mabel, my uh, tool of the year. Tool of the year in October. We've already decided. That's your toady. Toady. Yep. And my score is four out of ten. Dave. All right, my premier performer, I gave the fat two. Um, I thought he, right from his entrance, the fans were into him. Yeah. Like, like I said, I always base my initial reaction on the fans. That they, they have a huge problem, so fat two entertained. He, he hits him. I hate to say it, but his super kick is so much nicer at this point than Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn. He hits his thrust kick. It's beautiful. Yeah. It, like, it sounds painful. My tool of the night is actually Mabel. At this point, I think it's pretty much predictable. If he's on the card, he's, 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 he's going to get the award. Yep. So he's King Tool. King. You score. Oh, shoot. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. My, my score for my performance <laughs> is 0 out of 10. Yes. But for the for pay-per-view, I give it a 4 out of 10. The top two matches were the first two matches. <laughs> uh, so my performer, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh, Tool, King Mabel, just the clean sweep. Yep. You know, oh, nice and easy. Uh, yeah. I also gave it the same score, 4 out of 10. Uh, to be honest... We did not watch this at the same time. We did not. the same notes. But I will say, uh, just listen to our review. Don't watch this pay-per-view. I don't think it's worth watching. We, watch we, the first two matches. We do even this... Even that, don't even... We do this... We, <laughs> I don't think... We do this for you. Yes. yes. We take the this was for not, all of you. This was not great. Uh, we just uh, call it in the ring. We watch Mabel uh, matches. Uh, uh, I said it. Uh, I said it. Uh, call it in the ring media. There we go. <laughs> we don't have those yet. All right. So that's been this week's episode. Um, follow us fa- on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're going to be under the call it in the ring media banner going forward. So look for us there. Umbrella. Uh, I like Umbrella. Okay, Umbrella, I'm sorry. Umbrella. Uh, for our podcast, uh, take a listen on Spotify or any other platform. The only thing we're not on is Apple because they suck. Um, next week, we are going to be reviewing WCW Halloween Havoc 1995 with the main event of Hulk Hogan versus the Giant for the title. We are in the eye of the storm now for 1995. The Yeti! The Yeti! The Yeti! How does Hogan still wrestle? Like I watched the giant break his neck. Um, I'm very confused because <laughs> because they, they uh, but didn't didn't Bray Wyatt do that? Movie but his looks sick. Yeah, but Finn should be dead. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Anyways, 
they film a monster truck match between the Giant and Hogan on the Saturday, and they play it during the pay-per-view. So technically, the Giant and Hogan have two matches on the card. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. The monster truck match, are they wrestling on monster trucks? I have no clue. I have no, fucking, I have no fucking clue. We're going to find out. I think that's the one where he drops him off the fucking building, and then the Giant shows up later for the main event, so I don't know. Well, that sounds fun. And Randy Savage works two matches on this card. So I... I was looking at the, the, the match card. I don't fucking know what's going on. But in a week, we'll tell you all about it. <laughs> the Yeti! A monster truck match? The Yeti! Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening! You all come back now. Good night. My shoes.